Hi, this is Pam and this is Must Love Food. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, Robin, Maddie and John and I are here and we are going to talk about how to stock your pantry. I know we've kind of touched upon this a little bit in the past, but uh, we thought we would just maybe give it a little kind of its own um, uh, pedestal, uh, should I say, and um, uh, just kind of walk through some things that we think are um, uh, things you should consider when you are stocking a pantry or if you've just got one of those pantries that's just overflowing, maybe you want to thin it out. Um, for anybody who follows the moon and the stars, it is Virgo season. It just started. This is a great time for doing this kind of thing, cleaning up and um, pitching and getting organized. So uh, I say... Um, and it's also fall and people, I think, um, you know, it's back to school season. People are kind of rethinking um, some of these kind of um, routine da daily details and all that kind of stuff. And once you kind of um, understand how to stock a pantry, cooking really is a lot easier. You know what you have, you know what you don't have. And then if you've got a couple of things that you can kind of really rely on your pantry for, then um, that's a good thing. So I think that's exactly it, Pam. And I know whenever we go shopping, it's it's funny because it's like, okay, we have a growing grocery list like all week long until we end up making the store. So it's a lot of, you know, our pantry items like, you know, so mm -hmm. pending what we're going to start with, whether it's pantry versus a refrigerator or frozen, it's kind of like, you know, there are certain items that we always have on hand or try to in all of them just because there are those days when we're, you know, as many times as we want to go out to eat, we're like, let's stay in, save some money and cook with what we got. So, <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah. And to that. Yeah. To that. I think it's nice to have um, a, a, a list, whether, you know, I'm old school. I have, I like paper and pencil lists, but you know, on your phone, whatever, when you use something up, the last of something, jot it down. So wherever your, your method of choice is, but jot it down when you've used something from the pantry. So you don't get to the store and go, golly darn, I know I forgot something. What did I use this week? You've got it right there in handy. So your pantry doesn't get completely depleted. So if you always have, you know, spaghetti, dry spaghetti on hand and Cantuna. you use the last of it, it it's right there. It, mm -hmm. It's just a given. You don't have to think of it. Whatever it is that you always have, you'll just replenish it and you don't get caught in a in a big pinch so exactly right, <laughs> well and to that point robin too i mean we'll we'll talk about some things that we think are are some good um kind of standard pantry items but if that's not your thing if you're not a pasta person if you're a rice person maybe you want to load mm -hmm. up with rice in your house and you know whatever mm -hmm. it may be you just modify right. it for your your home and right. um <laughs> And I have to say, I've been um, driving on fumes over here. My pantry is very depleted. <laughs> and so I've had to be a little creative this week, um, i.e. cheese and crackers and an apple for dinner last night. <laughs> um, eggs the night before. Eggs is always, I think, a very good go-to. It's not pantry, but it is a sta staple standard. Um, but I was going to say, too, it, I mean, we keep a list in the test kitchen. That's what we do. And we've condensed and have a much smaller space now, but we still have a list there. So then when there's a pantry item that's out of stock that we use all the time, olive oil, salt, flour, pasta, sugar, flour. Yes. thank you. If Those you take the things. last of it, you write it down. You write it down. Yeah. Or if you see that it's, it's you know, dwindling and you're going right. to use it up or you know that somebody else behind you is going to need it, pick it up mm -hmm. the next time you're at the store, that kind of thing. And so it's just kind of general um, 
what are the, what's the FIFO first in first out kind of thing, right? Right. That's it. Right. <laughs> so now that we've got that sort of groundwork laid, anybody want to kick it off? Um, I, I'm just going to, you know what? I will say this. We do have an article on our website and it is about how to stock your pantry, freezer, that kind of thing. And we also have another article that's, um, really good i think too it had some recipes pantry recipes and i know a few of my recipes were in there um one of them is a, a recipe i really love it's a chickpea um soup and uh got pasta in it but chickpeas are you know are fabulous i think to keep on hand but anyway um kind of just to get organized you can if you don't already keep up with what's in your pantry and your freezer and your fridge and that kind of thing. Pull things out, kind of organize things, look at dates. If something is expired, pitch it. If it's something that you don't use, but you you know that the um, food pantry down the way is, is um, you know, looking for stuff always, then donate it there. And so kind of call, call things out, take a look at what you have, and then really just make a, you know, um, a decision about what, what to keep and what not to keep. Oh, that was a, that was a, you know, instant purchase that you're never going to really use. So it's just taken up space, clean that out for something else. And, um, so ideas, clean everything out, take a look and then, um, decide what stays and what doesn't. Um, also, um, maybe buy stuff to be able to see better into your pantries or shelves. Like there's so many things out there. Like if you go down to us, you know, a, um, oh, uh, what's container store. Yes, exactly. They've got something for everything to like yes. lift your spices up, to have multiple tiers of, you know, all your different pantry items too. I mean, I personally probably should take that up and, you know, I'm saying I'm it, but you. I have not done it myself. <laughs> I do I'm with you, things. Maddie. There's times well, when I'm like, what is way back there? And I'm on the, you know, on a chair trying to find what I'm missing <laughs> and the way back part. And absolutely. It may have occurred. When things are organized, it's so much easier to, to, to make a meal because you don't have to guess. You can just see, oh, and get inspired by maybe something mm -hmm. that's that's lurking up there you're like oh yeah there i will do something with that and not resort to a box of mac and cheese but i don't know anybody that might have done that recently <laughs> <laughs> or weekly in our cheese. house <laughs> i saw that post robin and i just i was i had a lot of food envy <laughs> yeah i'll tell you I, I can say i had that box of mac and cheese for the grandkids but maybe maybe not <laughs> yeah the cupboard is there, bare and I was too tired to go to the store. Shane well, got just a good um, base for absolutely. Yeah, there you go. Could have been. <laughs> Shane got um, Hannah um, hooked on to chili cheese burritos, which is exactly how it sounds. A can of chili, unless you have homemade chili. We normally just keep a can of chili and cheese and a tortilla. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's a pantry meal. Yeah, it, is, it is a very cheap pantry meal, which is normally a I'm lunch thing. I'm it down. <laughs> That's a good idea, John, because I will forget that. 
Oh, you touched me, Maddie. What, what did you say? What, what and, you know, there? they don't like the beans, so it's no bean chili, to be exact. Oh, uh, that's <laughs> hilarious, because I'm sitting there thinking, oh, well, you could do this with beans. That would be another, like, a veggie option. with because that, So that's where I was going to move to, um, kind of maybe some things that we would think are, are good options for a pantry, and one of those is canned beans. So, um, oh, yes, definitely. Uh, I'm going to just, so, you know, take your inventory and make your list if possible too, I would say, especially freezer. It's hard to find. Sometimes things are, are buried back there. It, it is good to label things. It's good to, to date things. Um, and um, it's good to kind of go through occasionally to see what you do have. Or as Robin said, whether you do the old um, scribe with uh, pen and paper or if it's phone or some kind of list. I mean, I'm pretty good about knowing what's in there, but even I surprise myself sometimes. <laughs> um, like when we started doing s'mores, it was like, I know we had marshmallows and graham crackers last year. And are they still good or are they stale? Yeah. Well, like last year. I'm going to, to divert just one second because I can't uh, let this one go uh, before I talk about some of the items. But didn't you say that you um, air fried marshmallows recently? We did. Um, <laughs> so one of Grace's friend's parents were telling us, because um, we have an air fryer, we love it. Um, but they told us that they did s'mores in the air fryer. And I thought, huh, because we, you know, we have a little fire pit. So normally we'll do that. But, you know, don't always mm -hmm. want to start a fire sometimes. So we thought, let's try it. So we, I looked up all different recipes online. And, you know, blogs can, you know, be way on or way off. Uh -huh. You just don't know what you're getting into. So a few different recipes. One just put the marshmallow in to do it. And I thought, well, that's crazy. I am not trying that. Um, another recipe said to put just one piece of the graham cracker with a marshmallow on top and not the chocolate. So we started that route and we did the allotted time. They said it was way too long. And I think the bottom <laughs> graham got a little toasty, but the funny thing was, is these marshmallows, when you're doing them in the air fryer, they puff up but they don't get sticky. They just get like kind of like bigger marshmallows and a little toasty looking. So you have to like kind of move it back to your graham cracker quick because once it starts to deflate, it releases the inside sticky stuff. It's a hot so, mess. So <laughs> thankfully I caught that quickly, <laughs> but then we took it out, put the, the chocolate on there and that chocolate melted. Like it was. I, I'm going to say in that case, it probably doesn't matter if those things have been in the, the, um, pantry for a year <clears throat> exactly so that was a fun little treat and uh -huh. then we got the hang of it and then I thought yeah it probably wouldn't matter if you just put the marshmallow in there but I also thought maybe just some parchment down with some holes uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> that's so. about right yeah because yeah. I mean the marshmallow like rolled mm -hmm. off it you think because it is a circuit you know air yeah. circulating in there and oh right 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 sure so oh Quick well, little dessert, fun. a staple dessert. <laughs> there, perfect. That's a pantry dessert right there. Thank you, Maddie. And it comes together quickly. That's um, right. So I'm going to start with some dried goods. So um, on the on our website, we've got um, kind of nut and nut butters. Now, I don't think we would anybody needs to keep each and every. I think if you you know at a minimum, 
we've got pecans, almonds, cashews, peanut butter, or almond butter. So yes, it would be nice to keep all of that, but pick a nut or two and a nut butter. And that's always, I think, just a good staple. Dried or canned beans, chickpeas, cannellini beans, black beans. Again, what's your preference? Um, Canned goods, tomatoes. And we have coconut milk down here. I think that's a luxury. I think that, I mean, I love coconut milk. I think that you could make a, a curry or do anything if you've got some coconut milk on hand. So um, maybe it isn't a luxury. I would say I'd almost add uh, evaporated milk in there too. I think that can uh, take you a long way. Isn't that, isn't that, wasn't that depression era food? Yeah, I'm just doing research on this uh, topic. I found coconut milk listed more than once on, on pantry? pantry stables. Yeah. And that kind of surprised me because I thought of it in terms of a luxury. Now, I don't have coconut milk, but I, I do have cream of coconut. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you can well, make a, um, you can make a um, pina colada. Pina colada. Any, any drop of a hat. But I don't know if that's a, a pantry recipe necessarily. Well, mm-hmm. I think you're, I think that coconut milk goes to how do you normally cook in your own kitchen? I mean, what, exactly. what, yeah, are, what are your exactly. go-to, yeah. what are your go-to meals? And in my house, I would be like, I don't normally use that. So it wouldn't be something I would use right. up, but maybe in somebody else's house, like I have to have two kinds of peanut butter, well, two jars, one for me and one for the dog. But I mean, that wouldn't be <laughs> necessarily in, in <laughs> Ham's house would say, I, why would I have two jars of peanut butter? So you know, hmm, so I, are I, you trying to tell me something, Robin? <laughs> no, you don't all eat out of the same jar. <laughs> no, no, I don't. That's why I have two jars of peanut butter. So one for the dog, one for me. But I guess I kind of got off subject. But anyway, you know, for some people, coconut milk is something maybe they would use mm-hmm. a lot because that's that's the dishes that they would exactly make a lot. I I think of exactly I think of Kim. You know, I think of Kim and how she organized her refrigerator was a, a shelf in the door was for condiments. Right. So the condiments weren't all all um, mixed together, easy to find. In. And well, so she would definitely have things in her refrigerator that you wouldn't find in mine. Actually, that's a good point, Robin, too. I think that it comes down to two. Sometimes it's not just what you keep, but also how maybe you organize it, too. Kind of whatever works for you. Again, I mean, these are some guidelines. And yes, if coconut milk, if you don't think you're ever going to use it, that is one that's the the food pantry is definitely going to um, t- uh, enjoy having. But yeah, you you kind of just think through your food patterns and and what you'd like to eat and kind of start from there. But um, uh, I'm digressing here. Ro- John, well, were you going to I, I want to go back to just saying, uh, yes. you know, dried or canned beans. And we always have at least some baked beans on hand. But uh-huh. it's also the form that they come in. Are you looking, you know, we have chickpeas, but only in the form of hummus, you know, so. Okay. Nothing we, wrong with you that. Know, it's, but that's a, that's a staple for us to always have some hummus sure. in the house. So. Right. I love hummus. <laughs> Good for you. Um, I'm going to keep going to tin fish, um, anchovies. I have a friend that loves anchovies. I used to do sardines a lot too. And our old, um, our old photographer, Doug, he loved, um, smoked sardines. Um, he had talked about how he would get them in care packages and they, he just, he had affinity for them. Um, but salmon, tuna, that kind of thing that can go a long way. Um, 
and uh, sweeteners, honey, agave, maple syrup, dried pastas, um, grains and starches. Again, kind of just think through what you might um, like in your kitchen, farro, couscous, rice, lentils, crackers, chips, panko, breadcrumbs, that kind of thing. Um, oh, Maddie, this one's for you. Pickled items, pickles, cornichon, yeah. kimchi, sauerkraut, capers, tortillas. Like I would not keep tortillas on hand. But I know do. Maddie. I do. What? Oh yeah, I was gonna say Maddie. Okay, do you guys make quesadillas and stuff? I do all the time. Oh, bur breakfast burritos. <laughs> oh, that's a good. You know what? I I'm glad I'm talking to you guys. I because I'm tacos, <laughs> enchiladas, burritos, <laughs> quesadillas, fajitas. So then, do you store yours in the freezer? We go through them like weekly. So okay. we just keep them in our pantry, actually. We used to store it in the refrigerator, but then we started to think, well, you don't really have to. <laughs> so. Sure. I just. I put them in the probably... refrigerator. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just keep my breads in the freezer pretty much because I just don't eat them that much. Yeah. See, I mean, just the other day, the girls were home and they made themselves, which was, hey, a win in my book. They wanted to make themselves lunch and they made them themselves two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So we go through oh. bread and carbs a lot in our house. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. That's good. <laughs> hey, that's that's pantry eating right there. Mm -hmm. I'm just full of them, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm gonna keep going down our dry good list. So baking ingredients, cornmeal, flour, sugars, chocolate, if you know, bar chocolate um, or chips, that kind of thing. Baking soda powder, vanilla yeast. Yeah, so you wanna, if you wanna bake something, at your fingertips, you got to have these things on hand. Um, and then condiments, mayo, Dijon, soy sauce, hoisin. Some people like it, some people don't. I do. Sambal, olek, or um, chili garlic sauce, Worcestershire, tahini. I think that one's kind of a specialty. Fish sauce, probably same. Gochujang, same. Red curry paste. Um, I'd keep, I have that on hand. Harissa, miso, hot sauces. Some of these things too, I, what I love about them is I think that they can really help enhance a dish that it, they're sort of one of those special ingredients that you add in and just kind of change things from ho-hum to, to pretty good. Well, it reminds me too of, Robin, you were make, you're making something in the next issue. Uh, I think it's uh, French onion soup and you use magi seasoning. Is that how you say mm -hmm. it? Yeah. So mm, some people might not keep that on hand, but that is a... Um, it's like an enhancer that um, uh, I think a lot of people do keep in there. It's kind of along right. the lines of a Worcestershire, right? Right. It's a real, it's a chock full of uh, umami. Uh, umami, so, uh huh? Yep. Right. There you go. Um, and then vinegars and oils. Um, I would say EVOO for sure. Sorry, extra virgin olive oil. Um, and then like a vegetable or a grapeseed oil, um, and then different vinegars, again, according to your taste. I mean, you can also use citrus for um, vinaigrettes if you don't have uh, vinegar on hand or anything. Um, and then spices. I'd say, if nothing else, salt and pepper. But um, cinnamon's pretty classic. Um, cumin, coriander, chili powder, especially if you want to um, cook something maybe southwest or... or um, Indian, Mexican, some of them. Um, or even like an Italian seasoning that you can make a quick pasta sauce with that yeah, has right. multiple ingredients in one. Like <laughs> I, I keep that on hand too. 
Um, I'm I'm finding that you know as we are more empty nesters here, we got. Uh, I'm shifting more to blended spices like Italian seasoning or blended herbs, because I if having all those things cumin, coriander, chili powder, cayenne. They're never going to get used at the same right. rate or anything else. Whereas I might, and I always find myself making spice blends when I want to use them for steaks or roasts or what have you. And so I am beginning to start to rely more and more on, on spice blends that I like. It's kind of an exploration. Exactly. So That's a good point. I agree. Um, I, you know, for me too, I'm, uh, cooking for one. And I am, I mean, I make big batch cooking and I share a lot of my food or I eat with friends and, and whatnot, but I, you know, I don't go through, um, spices, but I've learned which ones I might use more. And so I keep the cumin and the coriander on hand. Mm -hmm. Cause I will right. cook with those more and the chili powder and, and then have some other, and, and I try to buy smaller, um, packaging too. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, and then a big one is stocks and broth. I would say chicken, low sodium chicken broth is probably fairly universal along the line, uh, as well as a veggie broth, a low sodium veggie broth. Um, veggie broth, I think, are not quite as consistent as some of the um, chicken broths. I think the chicken broths are a little more consistent brand to brand and across the board. I mean, we have our favorite, we use Swanson in the test kitchen pretty much, but I mean, I buy... I buy different brands at home of that, but um, for veggie broth, they can really um, range a bit more depending on where you're getting them. Some are going to be heavier on like um, carrot, so they'll be a little sweeter um, and that kind of thing. But um, I think if you've got that kind of thing and like a better than bouillon, um, which I happened to go onto their website recently because I was telling a friend about it. She was making something and I was telling her about the product and I said, think of it sort of as a like demi-glaze with a lot of, you know, different flavorings. And then I looked on their website and I looked to see how many different lines that they had in terms of flavors. I was shocked. Um, they really do have um, a lot of um, a variety. Anyway, it's a, it's and a specialty in specialty ones too, which is surprising, like different ingredients added to it. And yes. you know, it's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, and it lasts a lot longer. So you are so right. And it just, it's one of those, like yeah. the, it's one of those things that just takes a dish and, and amps it up quite a bit. Um, so then there's like oatmeal and tapioca and dried fruits and jams. Um, so that's what I have on the dried food. Does anybody want to I mean, we kind of, we also kind of, you know, I, I like that wide breadth of things that, you know, mm -hmm. but pending what you have, obviously keep what you use most, you know, um, mm -hmm. we always have like white rice because, you know, that's a quick side dish. It's, you know, can be chicken fried rice because we mm -hmm. always have eggs and frozen chicken that you can thaw quickly. And, you know, so, I mean, there's a lot of different things, but we always try to keep on hand in our freezer as well. Like, some proteins like ground beef or chicken breasts or pork chops, you know, that you'll buy on sale and just have for, oh, I can take that out and thaw it or, you know, quickly turn it into something. Totally. Um, and um, what was I going to say? I, uh, I keep brown rice and wild rice um, in my pantry. <laughs> um, yeah. A friend of mine kind of got me on that kick. Um, to make like rice bowls and then add, 
and I'll roast up um, or saute up mushrooms and steam broccoli and um, maybe add protein or something, but drizzle olive oil. And that's a lunch for me. So, um, and I'm just going to keep going on our list here. Refrigerated goods, tofu, if you are some kind of um, alternative meat um, source, uh, dairy, <clears throat> eggs are, um, I think really, um, versatile, as you just said, perfect for like stir fried rice and all that kind of stuff. I'm just impressed. Um, you know, I get tired after the day and I just don't even want to make stir fried rice. So if it's not made already, it's, I have a mm -hmm. hard time even, um, making it. I, I had to force myself to chop, um, shard and saute up shard and all that kind of stuff to make an omelet the other day, but I did. Um, but so dairy, um, hard and a, um, harder aged cheeses like Parmesan, Pecorino, Gruyere, uh, cheddar. Um, I'm a big fan of cheddar. And then, you know, different processed cheeses and milks, um, cream milks, buttermilk, sour cream, cream cheese. Uh, you know, again, butter. I, I, I don't really keep much of that stuff in the house. I have butter <laughs> and I have some cheese. But um, I eat mostly... Um, non-dairy so i don't have um cream or milk or half and half i mean if i'm cooking a specific thing but yeah again whatever you have like how you cook that that really can enhance it's something to to keep on hand cured meats i know john this is probably a big one in your house <laughs> um, you it seem... has been I, uh -huh. I my doctor keeps recommending that i steer away from them nowadays, so <laughs> <laughs> it's not as often okay we have salami hanging around or uh We've, we've just gone through a phase of having um, what's called Lebanon bologna. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's just been wonderful, but <laughs> it's just you too know, much. Okay. I grew up. Not supposed our, to do it. Our neighbor did Lebanon bologna with cream cheese as like an appetizer, and she would roll them up. And mm -hmm. I still remember that. I love those as a kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, I've taken to eating turkey bacon which is pretty good. It's no nitrates and it's got very little sat fat in it. So it's not like a cured meat, like dried like that, but in terms of a meat product, um, that's a little healthy. I, I went for that instead of regular old bacon. Bacon, I think is another big one to have on hand. Whether I say, that's something we always typically yeah. have. Always have. Yeah. 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 It really. I have it in the freezer because yep. otherwise it'll go too bad, but. Same. And I think that, you know, you can make a great pasta dish with, um, with some bacon, start with some bacon or a soup or whatever it may be or anything else, but really adds a lot of flavor. So I'm going to move into produce, um, cabbage, kale, Swiss chard, and romaine. Those are definitely heartier greens that keep a little bit longer. So those are ones that you might, um, consider, um, if um, if they appeal to you, um, I have. And actually, I was just uh -huh. when you're talking about produce right now, especially I don't know if anyone else has gardens. Um, oh. Our tomatoes are growing like crazy. So, <laughs> I mean, you can can pretty much a lot of the stuff. So, you know, head over to Ball's website. You know, if you always have diced tomatoes or something in a can, you know, right now is a great time to start canning some of your produce or freezing if you you know, if you can do that even. Um, just so it's ready for later on, if you're getting tired of it now. <laughs> yep. Good, uh, good, good point, Maddie. You are so right. Um, my, my friends canned their tomatoes recently too. Um, 
And I think they said they wanted to do salsa this year. I know you said you just canned some salsa last week, right? Oh, yeah. We've got like 16 jars of salsa now. So we're like, (laughs) I think we're good in the salsa department. But now we're moving on to just canned tomatoes, I think. Now, now good thing you've got a lot of tortillas in the house. (laughs) Exactly. I think I can polish off a jar of salsa myself, like in a city. 16 sounds like a lot, but it's a long winter. It's a uh-huh. long time till next yeah, tomato season. So. It's true. <laughs> um, and then some other produce, kind of basics. Ginger, garlic. I mean, I keep ginger all the time. That might not be yeah. a go-to for everybody else, but ginger and garlic, onions, uh, carrots, I don't normally have in the house. Potatoes, sweet potatoes, broccoli, cauliflower sprouts, Brussels sprouts, excuse me, um, citrus, limes, oranges, lemons, apples, chilies. Again, that's sort of depending on your um, palate and hearty herbs. Um, uh, rosemary, thyme, and sage. They'll keep a little bit longer for you. Um, and now we're moving into freezer-friendly foods. Unless anybody has anything else on the the more fresh produce. I mean, we just properly... We have limes all the time. I know that. And... and... Until the winter hits, um, or autumn, we always have uh, rosemary, thyme, and sage from outside. But I've got it so that uh, I actually managed to get rosemary to winter over last year. Oh, nice. <laughs> First time in like five years I've been able to, you know, manage Good it. for you. Yeah, I was pretty impressed. So I'm going to try rosemary and wintering over time this year. So we'll see how I do with that, all that. But yeah, we always have onions, ginger, garlic, for sure. We've been going through a big phase of um, roasting potatoes in a campfire or in a a barbecue. So Uh that's been really tasty. One thing like I would suggest even if you are keeping produce, just properly store it, you know, take a little extra time to clean it. And then, you know, like celery, wrap it in a paper towel and then into foil. You know, there's so many Mm -hmm. different tricks to just make it last longer, even uh, like Mm -hmm. cilantro or parsley, you know, little things (laughs) like that, that you might use a lot, but worry about it going bad. Just, you know, look up some things and just properly store some stuff so it lasts longer, too. Thanks, Maddie. That's a good point. We definitely have some storage, um, like urban produce storage. Um, Maddie's going to step away. She's got a child she's taking to school. So thanks for uh, joining us for this part of the um, program. Just driving Miss Daisies around. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I'm going to move right into freezer foods and um, frozen proteins, three to five kinds of meats like chicken, ground beef, pork, steaks, bacon, pork tenderloin chops. Um, I think Maddie kind of hit on this a little bit earlier. Yeah, I have chicken and um, some fish, definitely fish. Uh, next item was frozen fish seafood. I, I, That's my main um, source of protein, I would say, especially that's in my freezer. Um, bread, puff pastry, phyllo, <laughs> um, yeah. frozen vegetables and fruit. Um, that's a really good thing to really keep on hand. And I think people during the pandemic really kind of re- realized that, that, especially when you might not be going to the store weekly even, but, um, and produce does spoil more quickly. If you want to keep your greens coming on your plate, 
um, you might um, turn to frozen vegetables and um, and it you know go, to go back to Green Giant, I think it is an ad from many many moons ago. Um, picked at the peak of freshness, it really is true. So mm-hmm. they are there's they're not really manipulated other than picked and then frozen. And so when you are cooking that, it's it's fresh. It's really it really you're ostensibly eating fresh vegetables. Right. Nutritionally, they're a lot Nutritionally. more sound than um, produce Can. that's been sitting in the grocery store for two right. weeks, you know, so. That's Good right. point. Um, and then uh, prepare meals. I think um, make some freezer-friendly meals ahead of time and keep well-wrapped in the freezer for busy nights. I, I agree with that. I mean, I like to, as I said earlier, um, make... Um, bigger quantities of things. Um, and so I don't have to cook every night. <laughs> and, and that's one way, you, you know, using your freezer as your friend, uh, to store things is key. Well, I think it's on, on that list too, is always to have some red or white wine around, Oh, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, more exotic than if you, not exotic, it's not the right word, but vermouth or bourbon or brandy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are all nice flavor agents. And then going back a little ways there, we always like to have some finishing oils like uh, toasted sesame or some hot chili oil. Oh, and yeah. You're not, you're not going to use it for cooking necessarily, but it's handy when you want it. It's That's right true. there. And those can be used in the fridge. That's a good oh. point in that if you're cooking from your pantry and you're using pretty basic kind of, I'm just going to say vanilla, very neutral, nothing really um, right. strong flavor forward. If you drizzle something like that on at the end, it really will... Um, kind of pop it up and and give you a sort mm-hmm. of take you in it maybe a different flavor direction which is really nice and i i see um prepared meals on the freezer uh thing and i do have to admit that there's a guilty pleasure going on even now uh frozen white castle burgers in our freezer so okay <laughs> no judgment <laughs> the original sliders <laughs> nothing wrong with that well I have two kinds of yeast in my freezer. <laughs> I have nuts and coffee and fish. <laughs> and, and, and veggie burgers. There's okay. veggie burgers yeah. in the freezer, but mm-hmm. well, just, yeah. you know. Yep. But going back to like your your chili oil and things like that, I I think sometimes that we forget that you can take, you know, just a plain basic meal and it doesn't have to be chili oil, but sometimes you can take a plain inexpensive meal and just give it a little pop of something that may be a, an, a little more expensive condiment um, at the end, a little bit of something and just take a pow over the top and you haven't, and it's something that you can have on hand and Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not explaining this very well, but, you know, sometimes a little bit of something from your pantry that you don't have to use very often, and it can just really take something from from fine to, wow, this is a really good meal, and it's still an, um, an inexpensive pa- pantry meal, but if you pull something out and just take it over the top, and maybe it's something that costs a little bit more that you don't use very often, maybe it's a finishing salt that you just pull out once in a while. Oh, right, yeah. You know, something like that. Or, you know, not something that you have to use all the time, but you have it tucked away in your pantry and, you know, don't just use it on company, but use it on yourself or your family. Um, That's where I was kind of going earlier with um, when I was talking about like miso um, mm-hmm. 
and even mm. tahini to some degree, but but miso really. I think it's one of those um, ingredients because it does have um, add some umami, and it's not something you're going to drizzle. It's going to be the base. It's going to be added to something, yeah. but yeah, right. Um, making a miso right. dressing or something, or um, anyway, I uh, I'm with you. I think that um, sometimes, uh, yeah, you might want to spend a little bit more on something um, that's special, but that you right. like, and then you know that you will probably use, and it kind of goes with the, your flavor profiles. And, um, you know, it, that's where you get to have fun and experiment in the kitchen. This is all about really kind of cooking without a recipe, and it's just being comfortable in your kitchen and relying on um, some tried and true things that work for you, and maybe experimenting too. Right, or maybe you love pistachios but you're not going to yeah. buy them and just eat them because that's a kind of a pricey nut but maybe you john, just toss john? Those a little bit in a i made a bag something. last four days <laughs> that was good that was good. sorry but, you know, all I you know something like that you can keep those in your freezer and pull them out and just toss a few <laughs> you, on a you, salad you or... can I, I should can. do that just to lose them actually <laughs> well i, I have to hide things Yes. I can't hide them from myself. I'm not, I'm not gonna, <laughs> not, I'm no angel. <laughs> but I, but I guess my yes. point is that sometimes yes. we, can have, we can have our basics and we can have our staples, which are excellent, but it's okay to sometimes have something that's, um, you know, a little bit something that we wouldn't, right. We don't need to have a lot of, but it doesn't right. hurt to have that in your arsenal Correct. as well. Um, yeah. Agree. I'm trying not to eat them all. Um, and I'm, I'm looking at you, um, thing of cashews from Costco that's in my cupboard right now too. <laughs> I, I bought it because I was having company and I use that in air quotes because yeah, like oh. I finally, I forgot to get it out for most of the time when I got them. I'm like, oh yeah, oh. I have cashews. So doggone, I saw cashews after everybody left. And, oh. Darn yeah, it. I was like, oh darn. <laughs> Look, I still have cashews. <laughs> um, I'm going to just kind of touch on some uh, in our the second article I mentioned that had some pantry friendly recipes that someone on our, our staff had sort of curated, I think during the pandemic. And it's just so some breakfast ideas. Um, and this is all on our website and it's- um, There's some good um, stuff in there. Oh yeah, American style yeah. large curd scrambled eggs, French style small curd scrambled eggs, hash brown and egg breakfast cups, breakfast burritos, Robin, uh, cinnamon cocoa babka. Okay, so that's, it is a pantry item, kind of, but it, it does take a little work. Um, Able skeevers, uh, you need a pan for this one, but they're really good. Um, sweet and spicy oven-baked bacon, that's a pretty easy, I think, go-to um, mm -hmm. pantry. And mm -hmm. Spanish tortilla. Um, we have some pantry pasta recipes. Um, Cacio e pepe. Roman pastas are great. Yeah, pretty, pretty much pantry. I mean, granted... The guanciale, if you have it in your freezer, it's a pantry, you, you know, you could really yeah. whip that together. And if you had some um, uh, canned tomatoes, you could certainly make the amatriciana. Um, but uh, then we also have one pot ragu with Italian sausage. That was a beautiful cover shot. I remember that. And that was a real mm -hmm. popular one. Um, instant pot chicken, bacon, and ranch pasta. I think you did that, Robin. Uh -huh. uh, pasta and peas. Chicken carbonara with peas and breadcrumbs, slow cooker bolognese, and pork ragu with olives and sun-dried tomatoes. Soups. This is, there it is, the Italian chickpea soup that I'd mentioned. 
pasta fagioli. That's a good one. I think I did pasta fagioli too. I think both of those are slow cooker. Mediterranean chicken soup, bean and bacon soup, roasted tomato soup with pe pecan cream cheese, southwestern potato and pepper jack cheese soup, vegan lentil soup, chicken and noodle dumplings, Tuscan potato arugula and cannellini bean soup with Parmesan croutons. That's a tongue twister. And then <laughs> steak and ale soup with potatoes. I think everybody's going to dive into that one. <laughs> um, I guess you don't really need me to read all of these. I'm, here we have protein-filled main dishes. Um, I'm just looking to see. Oh, look at that one. Steak and potato foil packet. Um, loose meat sandwiches. Uh, Which they taste better than they oh. sound. There's something about that that doesn't. Oh, I know. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Southwestern tuna melt quesadillas. Uh, tuna melt quesadillas. I, in, just in my mind, I can see that that is a total pantry um, recipe, I imagine. I'm sure it's canned tuna. Mm -hmm. uh, it's tortillas and um, probably some cheese and probably some salsa and maybe some guac or something. But guacamole, like you said, John, you keep hummus. I think guacamole is another one that. Um, yeah, that's true, too. We do keep that as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, Caesar salad with meatball croutons. Anyhow, I oh, tofu stir fry with black pepper sauce. I, I remember really enjoying that. Totally. And then I think, oh, we do have some desserts too. Uh, rainbow sprinkle cookies, angel food cake. Yeah, I guess. Yep. Shaker lemon pie, tahini cookies. They are, they're like peanut butter cookies actually. So um, if you had tahini in your house, they're just like peanut butter cookies or yield good um, peanut butter cookies is another option. Oh, chocolate pudding cakes. I think I did do those. Um, but anyway, so that's just some quick ideas. There are two really good articles on our website worth checking out uh, so that you can um, feel confident stocking your pantry and cooking from your pantry. And then there's some ideas and inspiration here. Um, it, it, whether it's just kind of as a springboard for you to do your own thing or, um, and you know, modify. Maybe you don't have exactly everything in the recipe. Try to figure out um, a sub. And um, so, the one article is 50 pantry staple recipes and uh, how to stock your pantry, fridge, and freezer. So I need to clean out my pantry. It's it's overcrowded and it needs to be straight. It needs to be straightened up. I did do my spices not that long ago, and we talked. I know we have talked about that on a previous podcast. Um, so my spices are okay, but the rest of the pantry needs a little bit of love. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a good reminder to get in there and straighten it up mm -hmm. and uh, and do some restocking at my own house. So I'll be ready to to go and not be stuck with just um, a box of mac and cheese. <laughs> oh, but don't don't judge yourself on that one, Robin. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty tasty. I'm no. not going to lie. It really was. <laughs> well, just OK. <laughs> Imagine that box uh, mac and cheese with some bacon in it. Or, or I didn't. Or I just reeked of effort that day. Yes, but I, I had been painting all day, and that was just about sure. all I could handle. Mac and cheese out of a box. Oh yeah, we typically have hot dogs on hand too. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Never a bad plan. There. Can always and turn that can of chili into some chili dogs too, people. There you go. Yes, or you, you know, and ground meat. I think ground. Uh, 
yeah. whatever you might, I think that also can go a long way, whether it's uh, just a good old burger or um, chili or some other iteration Nachos. of Or a loose yeah. meat sandwich. Loose meat sandwich, yes. <laughs> Lots of choices. Unless anybody has anything else to add, I would just encourage everyone to um, head over to cuisineathome.com. Check out those two articles and um, any other recipes and tips that um, and articles that you might find interesting. Um, so thanks for joining us here today. Thanks all. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Visit our site to learn about special offers, new products, and more for purchase. We offer live cooking seminars from pasta making and cast iron cooking to pie baking and stir frying techniques. Our special interest publications feature recipes centered around certain topics like feel-good food and slow cooker dinners. We also offer custom Cuisine at Home branded kitchen tools such as aprons, cutting boards, and bench knives. Shop all of our offerings at CuisineAtHome.com. <laughs>